and we are back. This is Ajax, and this is the Out of Health Podcast. So, for this topic, gentlemen, I took some requests from Twitter, as many of you oftentimes have good ideas, and it's always good to get in touch with your audience that way. And one of the requests was things I would teach a son, if I was to have a son, or things I believe fathers should teach their sons, and what their paternal lessons ought to be. So I'm going to defer to The Four Tactical Virtues by Jack Donovan, and I've talked about these in the past, although it was quite a while ago at this point, but I honestly find that this is the best starting point, not just the best starting point, it's the best starting point and best mental model for how to think about how to be a man. And the four tactical virtues, they are very straightforward. Number one is strength. Number two is courage. Number three is skill. And number four is honor. And these tactical virtues are character traits that emerge out of the primal biological environment. When people ask me sometimes where I get my ideas about masculinity, I often tell them that I don't make anything up myself. Everything I present, I consider to be truthful and derivative of the universe itself. And the tactile virtues, they are part of those truths. They are, they are those truths. You cannot argue against strength as not being a vital necessity for a man. There's no situation in which being weak is an advantage. In the same way that you cannot argue that being a coward is useful. Uh, you could make some largely bullshit argument that if you are not if you are not a risk taker uh, you're more likely to live because you're not going to expose yourself to danger and you could make that argument in a very 21st century uh, pussy bitch boy techie fashion but when it comes down to the rule of primal law we all know that being a coward gets you killed and it gets you outcast and it shows that you are a weak man so you want to be courageous why would you want to be any other way the most alpha animals that we often idolize and use as emblems of masculine virtues, they are brave animals and not cowardly animals. So you have strength, you have courage, then you have skill. And what does it mean to be skillful? To be skillful is intelligence. To be skillful is to be a learned man. To be skillful is to be a man of letters and of words. To be skillful is to be a man who tries to get better, is to be a man that evolves. If you are good at something, you are probably going to have confidence from your skill in being competent at it. Competence is confidence. And then the fourth virtue, you have honor. And honor, I often describe simply as being self-respect and the respect that you give others. You can imagine in the primal world that if you wanted to get along as a group, you had to respect your fellow men. You could not be fighting with each other. If If there was infighting, you would not survive. So men have it within them to be honorable. We organize ourselves by hierarchy. We organize ourselves by who's the strongest, who is the smartest, who is the most intelligent, who's the most accomplished. We look to other men to provide the models for how we should act and how we should navigate the world at large. Now, if we're going to do that, and if we're going to survive, and if we're going to thrive, we need to be honorable men. We cannot be disrespecting each other. We cannot be disregarding men who, who know more than us. Let's take a drink of water. We can't be putting ourselves into perilous positions by casting out knowledge of those that have come before us. So those are the four tactical virtues. And 
I believe that if you were to teach any young man those things, or if you were to use that as your working model for how he should be raised to be capable, you're going to do a pretty good job. Obviously, there are morals and ethics and certainly more complex questions that arise over the course of a man's life, over the course of a young boy's maturation. But if you can raise a boy to be strong, if you can raise a boy to be courageous, and if you can raise a boy to be a student and to be skillful, if you can raise him to have self-respect and respect other people, you probably did a good job. He's going to have some level of success in life, or at least he'll be able to support himself and be self-sustaining and be independent. He'll have agency. If you don't do that, and you have a weak son who is lacking those traits, he's going to struggle. And you see that in the modern world at large. We live in a world in which most men are weak. They're mentally weak and they're physically weak. We exist in a world where many men are cowards. And they rationalize their cowardice. And they try to make up reasons as to why it's a good thing. Why being risk-adverse and why worshiping safety is wise. And somehow, some way, for those of us who pay attention or are observant, we all know that this is not right. We all know that in our gut, in our intuition, in some deep part of ourselves and our soul, there's something wrong with that when we see a man who doesn't want to put himself into the arena. We know that he's not a man with a capital M. And then we have a situation with many young men and even many older men I talk to where they're not good at anything. And I say that as simple as possible. If you want to build confidence in a man, give him a skill. Make him skillful. Allow him to learn something and become uh, masterful at it, or at least become sufficient at it that he can teach others. If you have something like that, you can, well, one, you can probably support yourself and you have something that will give you a paycheck. But two, you know that you're not stupid. You know that you're, you have the ability to learn. You know that you have the ability to acquire information and put into practice. You need to be skillful. And then lastly, of course, we have honor. And honor is something that it's difficult to practice in a vacuum. You have self-respect. You have the choices you make you know, relative to yourself, of course, and your existence and your life and what you desire and where you want to live and who you want to know and you know, what your conditions are for your own contentment and happiness. And that is all well and good. But to really know honor, to truly understand the meaning of honor, you have to be amongst other men. And that's another thing the modern world takes from men is that many men today live in atomized conditions. They are separate from their brothers. They have no connections. They don't have male friends. They don't have any kind of camaraderie at all. And they're lacking that brotherhood. They're lacking that honorly spirit that way. And if they had that, they would be much happier. They would. They'd be much happier. They'd be much more fulfilled. They'd have more direction in their lives. And when men don't have that, they tend to feel rather lost. A man apart from others who doesn't have any brotherhood, who has no fraternal bonds hypothetically, oh, he could be happy and he's a lone wolf, but most men who live that life, they know that something's wrong. And maybe they cannot articulate why necessarily, but they're missing something. And it shows up in their behavior and in their discontentment. So those are the four things. And for those of you guys who have been longtime followers, listeners, audience members, whatever you want to say, you'll probably understand why I emphasize fitness over you know, everything else. Like, why did I, why did I make fitness my business? Aside from being a personal trainer, fitness is the easiest place to start. It's very easy to get physically strong. It's it's not, well, it's not easy in quotes. It's not uh, difficult in the sense that it doesn't require too much complexity. You can start with body weight. You can start training. You go to the gym or you train at home. You follow a program. You develop some discipline. You perform 
consistent actions over and over again, your body changes, your mindset changes, you realize I have the power to change. Fitness is probably the starting point for most people. Um, yeah, that's why the sort of the manosphere kind of adage of like, just need to lift weights. Yeah, so self-improvement for men, that's probably 50% of it. Lift some weights, whether it's your body weight or something else or both. Go lift something, go challenge yourself. And once you start doing that, once you start inserting that kind of challenge into your life, you'll probably look for it in other areas. So those are the four tactical virtues, gentlemen. I would definitely recommend uh, Jack Donovan's book, The Way of Men. If you have not read it already, you should read it. And his whole, actually, his whole book series is phenomenal. Um, and he is a, he's far better, he's a far better writer than I am. Much, much, much better writer. Um, and he defines these things, articulates them uh, to a much deeper level than I have, you know, just given them to you. But this is sort of like the surface, uh, you know, superficial off the cuff dispensation of it. So four tactical virtues, strength, courage, skill, honor, apply those, incorporate them into your life, live those things, be those things, and you will be a better man for it. Until next time, gentlemen, love you all. Talk to you all again. Oh, and I should mention, um, if you want to support the podcast, that's, I'm totally in this the wrong way, but I'm not going to add this because fuck it. If you want to support the podcast, no need for a Patreon, Patreon, or the fuck you say it, or any of that bullshit. You can do it directly through Anchor. Uh, pledge whatever you want. If you don't want to pledge anything, doesn't matter to me. I don't do this for money. But yeah, if you want to show your support that way, uh, just direct through the app. I'll talk to you all again.